Hello, Rivals, and welcome to another episode of Game Rivals. I am your host, Maximilian X, and as always, uh, I have uh, with me Alan Bug. Alan Bug, would you please uh, introduce yourself to the beautiful Rivals out there? Hello, my name is Alan Bug. I'm Brazilian, 34 years old, future project management manager and content creator on YouTube and streamer on Twitch. Nice. Welcome, welcome. Um, I said always, but what I meant was welcome to a new episode, as always. Um, but that's okay. We are just going to go with it. I have Alan Bug with me here today, and we are going to be uh, taking a little bit more chill uh, in this episode. We're just going to talk about um, the the game, the gaming year that we have all experienced, um, and we're going to take give our personal takes on that and see uh, if we were right in the end. Because as you're listening to this, the Game Awards is just around the corner. And I'm sure you all have your favorites that you think that might win. Um, and we also wanted to bring up some uh, some stuff uh, about like what we think will be nominated, uh, is nominated, and uh, see how it eventually pans out. Am I going to be right? Is Alan Bell going to be right? No. We don't know. But it's going to be a good conversation anyway. So let's just kick it off. Uh, right away, and I'm gonna say first of all, Alan. Like I already, we already talked about this beforehand, and like I'm a big Nintendo fan. Oh, obviously, I'm gonna want like a Nintendo game to win. Uh, I don't think that, like for example, Metroid Prime uh, Remastered is gonna be nominated, but it did score pretty well, so it doesn't mean that it isn't out of the window. But personally, I think that is gonna be Tears of the Kingdom because that game was so. So good. I don't know if you ever had the chance to play it or not, or at least check out some of the reviews for it. But I have to say, like after playing through that game, it is the it is the sequel that people deserve to get. That's my personal opinion on it. Anyways, you see, we already have like some interesting, different views on that one because, first of all, the first time that I played Breath of the Wild, I was mm. very cautious about it i was like is this gonna be any good it's an open world i don't like open world games let's start oh out. okay yeah right. so when i saw breath of the wild the first time I, I was a little bit afraid of how it would turn out and once i started playing i swear to god i would every day get home from work sit in front of my tv and play like zelda until it's time to go to bed that was that was <laughs> The whole for like three months. I think that's the amount of time. Oh dang! Took. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't have a lot of available time after work, but I would play mm. like three hours every day, like you know, every day religiously after yeah. I get home from work. And then Tears of the Kingdom came around, right? And I saw the trailers. I saw that ascent power, the flying, the islands in the sky, and I was like, "Oh my god, this looks very impressive." Looking forward mm -hmm. to it. And then it came yeah. out. I bought the, the Zelda, the Nintendo Switch Zelda edition. Oh, dang. Okay, you went yes, all out. Okay. I went all out. And I was like, okay. And I had a Switch. I sold my Switch to buy a new one. <laughs> I was like, okay, I want to I wanna try this. And then I did. And then mm. I started playing. I didn't play a lot of it. So okay. take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. All right? But I'm afraid I'm not going to like it as much as I liked Breath of the Wild. And my reasoning 
is. Okay, yeah, yeah, explain, explain. When I played Breath of the Wild, like I just told you, mm. I would be eager to play the game that I, I wasn't able to help myself. I would get home, sit, and play, play, play. Then I would go to work, get home, sit, and play, play, play. I am currently playing Blasphemous, the first game, and I'm going to talk more about this later. Yeah. Uh, and I have the same feeling. Like right now, I'm talking to you, and I'm thinking, like, I want to play the game. I was streaming earlier today, and I'm like, I want to play the game. I'm on the <laughs> subway, and I'm playing the game, you know? Yeah. And this, is, this didn't happen to me in Tears of the Kingdom. So okay. I don't know if it's because I didn't play enough, so I didn't develop that feeling, or if it's just not the game for me. Well, if that's the case, then I want to ask you, how far are you currently in Tears of the Kingdom? Because I think when you tell me how far you are, I can maybe understand why it, it hasn't grabbed you yet. I opened uh, Towers. I got, I think, one tier. Mm -hmm. I went underground, but just for a second. My mm. friend told me there is an animation when you go underground. I didn't see the animation when you go underground. I don't know why. I don't know what happened, but he said, oh, when you go on the ground, it's so cool, that animation. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you know, when you go down the hole, like, don't you see an animation? Like, like, no, I didn't see an animation. So I don't know what happened there, but I went down once. I saw those monsters with the hands, like, yeah, look like a horror movie, man. Yeah. And, and then I gave up because I think they killed me very quickly. I was like, okay, so I shouldn't be here yet. But that's that's how mm. far I went. I did. I'm not too far. I'm not not too far at all. Okay. Oh, Maybe that's I played very... five hours, six hours of it. Oh, that's very early. Okay, then I understand why it hasn't grabbed you yet. Because uh, I don't know why they said like the animation. I think what they meant was, did you notice how? Sorry, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> did you notice how seamless it was going down? Because you have to really have to think. Like it's not even like about like the animation or anything, but just the thought of this running on a switch and having basically a seamless experience. Like I've seen clips of people jumping from like a sky Island all the way down to the underground without any loading, nothing. Everything was as seamless as you could imagine. And that on a system that is at this point, seven years old, working with tech that's even older than that. And that is, to me, one of the most impressive things. And um, I think the reason why it hasn't grabbed you yet is because you haven't reached, like you haven't explored the underground yet. Because the underground, mm, okay, try not to get too spoilery because I think it is worth experiencing yourself. Okay. Is that once you go to the, the first time you go to the underground, you will have that revelation of, oh, maybe I'm here too early. Because it is a lot harder, and that is intentional. Because the underground, story-wise, is some place that nobody's ever been prior to this game, right? So no, there's no knowledge there. Like you're going in blind, as it were. Um, partially also because it's super dark in there. Once you hit that first um, location marker underground then it starts to make sense because then you have all your powers and you get to experience experiment with the powers and like making stuff. And that is, at least for me, that was the hook. Like once I understood each and every power that I had, specifically the ones to build stuff and 
it's not so much a spoiler, but there is something else in the underground that you have to get. And once you get that, it clicks. And then okay. from that point on, it's like full steam ahead, exploration galore. And I know you're not like a big, big on the whole like open world stuff. And I, t- to be fair, neither am I. Um, there are only a f- handful of uh, games that I can count that I'm really into when it comes to open world. Zelda is one of them. And that's only because they do it in a unique way that is not the uh the ubisoft way if you know what i mean right yes yes. like with the whole like eagle vision and blah 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 like old school assassin's creed stuff well old school assassin they still do that um but yeah like that does not that's not the feeling that you have and it's the same feeling that i had when i played breath of the wild the first time sure you have the towers but like that's the extent of that right once you hit the towers, that's it. Like it's something that you need to get so that you get more map, but it also adds to like a goal that you have to go for, and that's one of the things that I really loved about Tears of the Kingdom is that it did that so much better than Breath of the Wild. It gave you it. It's where Breath of the Wild still kind of felt like oh, it's trying to guide you towards a specific place. Here they say okay. We are giving you certain objectives that need to be met, but you don't have to do it in order. You don't have to worry about like what order you're doing it. Just go, like just go and do your thing, um, and just explore and like take in the story of the world, which is told way better this time. By the way, like you remember in the last game, they did it with like the memory stuff. Yes, and the memories are fine. That was a choice that they made. Mm. Um, not everybody agreed with that. I thought it was fine. This, on the other hand, you got you said you got a tier, right? So that means you know that that's kind of how they're doing at least part of the storytelling. But because this is an established world, you don't have to rely on just that anymore. They added more ways to experience the story at large. Um through just gameplay and meeting other NPCs in the world, because the NPCs in Breath of the Wild did not really give you anything other than, oh, like this is how they have been essentially forced to adapt to this world that is in ruin. And now you're in a world that's been in recovery. It's been building up. It's been like restoring itself and the people have actually moved on. And it feels way more lived in than it did in Breath of the Wild, which is part of also another reason why Tears of the Kingdom just feels good. It feels like a world, like an actual world that you live in. And traversal is made a lot more interesting because that you can build stuff. Like I've built cars. I have built flying contraptions. There's this one contraption that I uh, that a friend shared with me from like, from I think I want to say TikTok or YouTube or whatever, that is like the best thing to use when you're in the underground because it makes traversal so much more easier. Um, just experiencing, I, I, here's the thing. I beat it and I was so happy and like, and then I was sad because I was like, well, dang, I kind of can't go back to this game and have that same experience anymore. Which is weird because I've actually beaten Breath of the Wild multiple times and I've played through it multiple times and I was able to like re-experience that. And I've, 
feel that I think part of the reason why I feel the way that I do about Tears of the Kingdom is the story. The story is like it got me. And I was very I was it it like emotionally it got me. And like the ending was very beautiful. Again, not gonna spoil it. If you've played it, you know what the ending is. You know what the you know what the whole thing is about the game. Um, and then you understand what the the even the title means. And I damn that feels like a big spoiler actually. <laughs> no, no, that's no, okay. No. It's okay. I don't I don't um, it's it's like oh you're not like you don't mind spoilers or stuff like that lightly spoilers because okay. the journey is more important than the end per se so if you're gonna yeah. tell me like a little piece of it i don't mind that much yeah no like the journey in this case the journey does really feel like you're playing a story and not playing a game to get story okay you really yeah that really yeah, honestly that's probably the best way to explain that one um the combat is good like like it's still the same, but they changed just enough to make it more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? They, to make it more acceptable, you know, you know, okay. with, with the breaking, uh, you know, because you still have your items breaking, but you can prevent the items breaking faster by combining weapons and using that instead. So you don't have to really worry about like weapon loss. I never really worried about weapon loss. My problem was. What how how what am I gonna combine next? What kind of crazy weapon I'm gonna put together? What kind of crazy contraption am I gonna put together? I don't know if you've seen like some of the videos that people put up, but people like I this is one of the conversations that I had with a friend of mine, and it's like there is like you're seeing people's real natures coming out with these contraptions, it's like <laughs> literally contraptions that break the Geneva Convention. <laughs> and probably people that have never heard of the Geneva Convention. So they're just like going completely ham with like the death traps that they're making for these enemies. And like some of these are creative and like really cool. One of them that I saw was someone made a contraption where they put a bunch of cuckoos in and that instantly cooked the cuckoos into like the whole birds. So that heals more. That's how they were making sure that they have like healing items with them the whole time. On a conveyor belt, no less. Like, they put the cuckoos in, it toasts them with lasers, and they come out as, like, done birds. And, like, how do you even think of that and <laughs> assume that it actually works? Why would you think that would work in the game? And it just, the, the crazy thing is, it worked in the game. That is so weird. You see, I, uh, even though I'm in a, I am in this creative space, Yeah, I think I'm not a creative person. I, I'm a person that works hard, but I'm not a creative person. Mm. And when I see Zelda and all those creations, the first thing that comes to my mind is Minecraft. Yeah. And the main reason why I don't play Minecraft is that like you give me an, a, a blank canvas. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this blank canvas. Give me a direction. <laughs> what do you expect from me? That's that's how yeah, my brain yeah. works, you know? So maybe. I did a very little building on Tears of the Kingdom, mm -hmm. okay? But another game that we're going to mention later during this podcast is Lies of P. It also has this mechanic that you can combine different weapons to make a new weapon. Yeah. And I finished the game without doing that. Wait, I seriously? only used the main weapons, and I'm very happy with them. Wow, okay. 
So, so I'm, I'm just giving you, and people listening to this are going to be like, this guy is stupid. He's boring. He doesn't know what's what. But that's how my brain works. You give me something I'm like, okay, this is, is good to be used for its purpose. Yeah. You know? So you give me a sword. I'm not going to think, I'm going to put this rock here <laughs> attached to the sword. I'm going to break those other rocks. That's not how it works. I'm going to get a bomb to destroy the rocks. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is my limitation. Yeah. You know? So... It's 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 subjective mm -hmm. on how much I'm gonna like of Tears of the Kingdom. I will of course play more. Yeah. But for now, mm. we're gonna we might talk about this later. I still like Breath of the Wild more because yeah. it guides it kind of points me in a direction. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, here's where I want me to go. Yeah. So this is where I'm going. Okay, cool. Fair, fair. Uh since we're talking about uh Lies of P, anyways, do you think that Lies of the Lies of P is going to be on the list. I don't think so because I think it was released too late. I've heard. No, because that uh, doesn't make sense because Alan Lake, Alan Alan uh, Wake Two released after that. <clears throat> but do you so? But Alan Wake might not be in the list as well. Oh, I think it's going to be on the list. I if it's on the list, I think it's going to be either Alan Wake's Two. Mm -hmm. Or Baldur's Gate for Game of the Year. Oh, because the reviews of Alan Wake are just awesome. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I haven't played it yet either. Um, I still plan on picking it up. I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't played the first game. I haven't finished the first game. I've played it. It's okay, too scary. You, you have... I'm a coward. Oh, okay. We're, okay, we're Team Chicken here. Like, both things. It's the yes. reason why I haven't played yes. the first game, actually. But I like I've seen... Stuff of the second game, and I'm like, okay, I kind of want to actually want to play this game now because the story seems interesting, and I still want to play the first one, even though I know that I'm scared. I might stream it so that I can actually like brave it with other people. Uh, but here's my thing: why I'm saying that, like, Lies of P has an equal chance of being on the list as Alan Wake Two, because we did we haven't had anything like Souls-like or Born-like this year, right? So I feel like some, at least if the judges were looking at stuff like that, they might consider Lies of P to be put on the list. I don't think it has a big chance of being put on the list. I feel like if it was going to be put on the list, it would be because of that. They wanted some diversity on the list. All right, since we since we are in this subject, yeah. my let, let's start talking about the games we played this year, yeah, shall we? Sure. Because then we got when I get to Lies of P, mm. I will give you all my opinions about it. All right. But I if if that's okay for you, because yeah, I yeah, have yeah. a list that I, I made here, and I will say I have a little bit to talk about anything, but Lies of P has a special place in my heart. Okay, that's cool. All right. So all right. Well, what games have you been playing this year? Look. I've played actually more games than I thought I've played. Oh, okay. When you told me, like, tell me a list of the games you played. I was like, I don't think I played that many games. But I played about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games, mm. which is not too bad, yeah. I would say. Like once a month-ish, right? Yeah. So Mario Kart 8, I usually play when I'm streaming mm. with the community. It's just a fun time. Yeah. Right? I have played Hollow Knight before, mm. but I played it again, and I did a 112%, which is the max that you can achieve on Hollow Knight. Have you played Hollow Knight? I have played Hollow Knight. I have not beaten Hollow Knight. I, what? I got lost. Like, I think after the first boss, I got lost. Yeah. 
sir, you gotta go back to it. <laughs> I know. I, I am gonna go back to it because I wanna be able to I wanna beat it before Silk Song eventually comes out. And I know it's gonna come oh, out. So that's you have time. Yeah. You have time. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanna do it. I I probably wanna do that on stream because that'll give me the uh the 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 drive to do it because that's how I beat um Hades this year. Oh, it is a fantastic game. And I, I'm so glad I did not stream it. I regret not playing it sooner. And I'm honestly, I am so happy that I streamed it because, at least for me, myself personally, because I know for a fact that if I did not stream it, I would not finish that game. You see, to me, it's completely the opposite. If I was streaming, I wouldn't finish the game. I'm going to explain you why. Okay, yeah. Some, some games, I really have to tunnel vision mm. and just focus on it you know and Hades is such a fast-paced game it's like bang 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 all the time for me it's very hard to like try to keep up with chat yeah and playing a game like that i love apex legends love to my core i've been playing apex for like three four years mm -hmm. all right i am unable to stream apex i love marvel snap I play Marvel Snap almost every day. Okay. All right. Same, same. I am unable to stream Marvel Snap. I'm like, I'm going up on ranks on Marvel Snap. Like from 70, 80, 85. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stream. The moment I start streaming, I go all the way down to 60 <laughs> because I'm reading chat and then I'm not focusing on the game. And then if I'm focusing on the game, You're not I'm focusing. not reading chat. Yeah. Yeah. You see? So it, for me, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> All right, okay. My, my next on the list is Marvel Snap. I didn't know you play. Yeah, I play. Yeah. What's your collector level? Uh, Right now, geez, I think it's like 7K or something. I think. It, Whoa, yeah. 7K? Oh, I'm, I'm like day one. I'm like day one. I'm day one as well, but I, I didn't. I didn't reach 7k. I think I'm like 6. Okay. I mean, that's that's, that's still not bad. That's still not bad. <laughs> to be fair though, like I have a friend that also plays and we've been like and he's been like playing since the beta, so like he's a way higher. Yeah, I'm like Oh no, I'm 7k I'm, as well. I'm I'm 7 uh, 7295 at this point. 7295. I'm 7077. Okay, so it's not even that far off. So yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah but like i like there there are, there's a different reason why i don't stream marvel snap and that's mostly because it's it's like a me it's a me it's a downtime thing for me so oh yeah. okay okay but uh this is something yeah oh, sorry <laughs> go ahead go ahead no so like that so i'm not so i'm not playing that on stream and like i feel like we're kind of a little bit the opposite when it comes to streaming because i use chat to like Okay, that okay. Sorry, that sounds really wrong when I'm saying I use chat, but <laughs> chat is there, and whenever chat is there, uh, it the the chat always you know encourages me, and like keeps me going on and on. And we'll get to one game specifically that we're that I'm currently playing, um, where chat has kind of been indisposable, uh, uh, like not indisposable, has been unmissable. Um, dang it, that uh -huh. is really annoying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't worry about that man don't worry and it is and it's uh it's been it's been such a good thing to have chat like supporting me and this, the reason why i'm saying like with hades is because hades at a certain point it got the grind got to me right it's like mm. i it, like i wasn't making real progress and once i was able to get over that hump once i was able to find 
the the groove of the game at that point it was just smooth sailing and if, if it wasn't for chat like you know like encouraging me to like keep playing keep going um and like not give up then like and then once i finally was able to beat it i was able to celebrate with chat and that was a, a really nice moment for me because i started is on a whim i started playing hades uh from new year's eve because i was okay like new year's eve like i did a new year's like celebration on on twitch um and then i just started playing it and i didn't stop until i finished it i was like okay i'm going to beat this game on stream that's a commitment that i'm making to you guys on chat and i was doing that and that's why i was able to beat it it took me like stream time wise because i did play some offline to to make a little bit more progress um but most of it was on stream i think it took me three three months maybe to beat wow. it yeah how, how often would you were, were you streaming um back when my schedule was actually still doable twice a week for like th three okay. three hours or so yeah and then wow. off off stream i would play like maybe like an hour here or there okay yeah okay so hades to me is my downtime ah, like you said yeah you know yeah uh it's a game that i like to go and get in the zone yeah i can get and just enjoy i would play now on stream yeah because now i already know the story you know now it's just combat and me showing off because i'm a freaking <laughs> awesome player yeah but that's that's about it you know like but some games i'm playing blasphemous now offline mm. right just for myself yeah but it's a game that i want to stream one thing I'm, i've been streaming for almost two years now right and one thing that i i still have to find a balance is like i gotta remember i'm streaming because i want to it's not a job so if i keep putting chat or what i think is chat will like above what i like i might be missing out opportunity to meet more people like me yeah you know what i mean so mm -hmm. now I I've made a decision to go stream only Zelda and then I tried that and I got sick of Zelda like and I have a Zelda tattoo on my elbow as well. Yeah. Oh okay. dang, okay. I I do. Yeah. But I I was like I can't. I love Zelda. I yeah. love Zelda, I really do. Oh dang, that's a cool one. But I can't just be playing Breath of the Wild or whatever other cuz I I need more than that. Yeah. So once I'm done college, I'm back to streaming. The first game I want to play is Lies of P on stream. And then mm. I might replay Blasphemous. And then I want to play my Mario. And I want to just do whatever makes me happy. You yeah. know? And it took me two years to come to, to this figure that out. Yeah. To come yeah. to this conclusion that, like, okay, I love chat and I'm glad chat is there. But at the end of the day, I'm doing this because I want. Because if I'm just gonna play something because other people want what's the difference of me doing that or going work a nine to five job right yeah. that's that's my um thought process there yeah true okay fair 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 um like again that everybody has their own process in like streaming and that's the same for me that's the same for you um and that's great because if if you're not doing it if you're doing it for the wrong reasons it becomes a grind and it and it stops being fun Yes. And it the whole point is it's not it's supposed to stay fun for you and if it's fun for you it's fun for chat. And that's how that works. That my friend. 
It took me too long to realize that. That's fine. I had the same problem too. <laughs> For like, because I because I started streaming back in 2014, and like my goal back then was trying to get more viewers, and it wasn't until. I started streaming again back in 20, uh, been doing that for two and a half years now. So like two, like, two, like 2021. Okay. Um, that I realized that, oh, okay. It's supposed to be fun for me too. Like I have to, like, I have to find something that is fun for me to share. And that's part of the reasons why I do streams now is I want to be able to share experiences. It's also one of the reasons why, for Halloween this year, I played Dead Space Extraction on mm. the Wii on stream mm. because it's a game that I experienced before, that I've played before, and I know that a lot of people probably don't even know that that game exists in the Dead Space universe. Um, so it was a fun time for me to share it, but also rediscover the game and remind me why I only played it once. <laughs> <laughs> like I beat the game. The game is luckily not that long. It's like ten chapters maybe maybe like 10 hours i think no it's less than that it's like seven hours um and yeah like i'm like okay like now i remember like it's like i don't know why it feels like it was more scarier playing it now than i did the first time around and i don't know why yeah interesting maybe maybe i've i've grown more scared as i've gotten older (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the game's like 14 years old and i was like mm, 14 years younger max is was not that scared uh what happened <laughs> so did you play um, the remake no because dead space extraction oh you mean the remake of dead space no but yeah. it is on game pass now it so is it is i kind of wish it came out sooner because i probably would have streamed that instead um, but I, I am looking forward to playing that one off stream just like going through it at my own pace because I, I remember, I did play it back in the day, but I never beat it. I did beat it. I I started streaming uh, the OG one, mm. and I cannot quite remember why I stopped. But I think it's just because I wasn't getting the same feeling out of it. But the new okay. one looks so pretty that I oh, might yeah, it give good. it another try. Yeah. That also, like we are talking about that, but that also might actually have a shot of being on the list. I was just about to say that. You are a very smart man. Yeah. I don't know how big the shot is because there are a lot of contenders on this list. I mean, like, I was already... Remake? Yeah. So that one, have you played that one? I haven't. I have. I that, played that the OG on this list. year for the first time. Really? Yeah. Oh, I played it back on the GameCube. Like I've beaten that one multiple times. It's great. So, okay. Let's talk about that. <laughs> sure, let's talk about let's talk about RE4. Because Resident Evil 4, I understand how it changed the it changed the game industry. I yeah. saw it happening. You know, I saw how other games, including another game on my list which is God of War, mm-hmm. took that camera like high like from the waist up kind of on the back of the character and yeah. applied and there is so many games nowadays that use that kind of camera you know and that kind of concept so don't get me wrong i know that game revolution it changed the game industry that's what yeah, i wanted it to change yeah. all right it, it changed really the did. game yeah, yeah it changed the game that being said is um to this day standard because i played this year it's on my list mm. right yeah, yeah it's an okay game it's a good game 
But, but oh my god, it overstays its welcome. Because <laughs> if have ended mm -hmm. three hours before the actual end, I would have yeah. enjoyed way more. There was a moment I was like, oh, this is the end. You know, I was mm -hmm. expecting that that area to be the, the last area. Yeah. And I was like, there was another one. I was like, okay, so this is the end. And there was another, I was like, okay, so this is the end. And like this happened to me like three or four times by the last hours of the game. And I just wish that the game was slightly shorter, just a little bit, two to three hours shorter would have made a whole lot of difference on the what on my opinion, on my final opinion of Resident Evil 4. I actually did replay that on the Switch not too long ago, maybe like earlier this year, because they mm -hmm. released it, re-released it, the the NHD version of that. I I'm trying to think if you're right or not. Because be honest, be honest. No, because the, here's the thing, right? Because I've beaten it multiple times before, so for me, the pacing is what it is. Like I have not experienced it in any other way than what it is, and. Mm, maybe like there are some moments in there that mm, that feels it feels longer like when i played through it it, it did feel like it was longer than i remember it being but i just chalked it up to either poor memory of like playing the game because the last time i played it to completion was on the gamecube and that was a while ago um but Playing through it again on the Switch, yeah, it feels it feels like it could have been a shorter experience. I don't know if that's the same, by the way, for the remake, because with the remake, they like they took the core concept and they have basically done what they did with the other two remakes and like kind of flipped it on its head. A lot of the elements are still very recognizable, same. But if okay, may I I might agree with you a little bit, a little like by, bit, a little bit, but only by today's standards. By today's standards, by, that's that's my yeah. By by um, I think it came out in two thousand four. By yes. two thousand four standards, it was fine. It was there was awesome. like nothing wrong with it. it. Was awesome, and like that was one of the few games that came on like two like game GameCube discs. So that was actually kind of cool. And I Dude. and you know and you, and there is like okay so the reason why I'm saying that is because the pacing is you switch basically halfway through the game to the second disc and the okay. second disc is about as long as the first disc so that I think that's why it didn't feel as long because Maybe. the first disc is relatively short um so I think when I play the second game so it's always about the same length so, but but playing it now when there's no discs, when you're just playing through it in one go, basically there is no break. Yes. So it feels longer than I think I experienced it back in the day. It could have been, it's still the same length. So there's nothing changed, nothing changed between the years. It just feels like more cohesive, even though they still break it up in chapters and whatnot. Um, and and, and it's just like I said, it's not the pacing of the game throughout the game. Yeah. It's just the the last bits, yeah. the last like the last areas. I was like, please be the end of it. Yeah, I think they did that because they had to split the game into two discs, so they wanted to have it equally long. But if you're playing it in one go, 
you lose that little bit of like, oh, I feel I'm at the halfway point because now you don't know where the halfway point is. Yeah. When you're, especially when you're playing through it the first time. So, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And, and it I might be even, a little bit longer. I didn't even mention the controllers because you played oh. that old style nowadays. My friend, I was like, what is this controller? They improved it on the Wii version because the Wii version used the Wii mode. So that one had free aiming. Oh my honestly, God. if you're gonna honestly, if you're gonna play the like the classic one, for find the Wii version. It's gonna be an arm and a leg in costs, but it's gonna be worth playing it with the Wii version because at least that way you have the free aiming and walking. You can walk and aim with the Wii mode. I don't know why they took it out. Yeah, I don't know why they took it out of like the remake, the HD remakes. It makes no sense. Because the option wow. is there. They did it that way. And I think the only other version that has the walking and gunning is the VR version, but we do not talk about the VR version. It's a good <laughs> VR version. I don't own VR and I don't care because I don't want to play a scary game in VR. Oh my God. High five to that. I'm also not, <laughs> not doing that at all. Ain't no way I'm doing that. People are trying to convince me that I should like play re7 in vr i'm like are you are you no. insane <laughs> no it's not happening yeah that All ain't right. happening moving on on the list so mm -hmm. mario yes, kart yes. hollow knight marvel snap uh mm. this was the next game i made a very one of the most stupid stupidest decision i've ever made in my life was to play god of war 2018 mm -hmm. on the hardest mode Oh, okay. In my mind, last year I played Sekiro, which yeah. is the best game I've ever played that has combat in it. It's Sekiro. Period. Okay. Damn, all right. High Period. praise. Right? Yeah. Um, and that game made me a better player overall. My parry mm. skills now, just the best. All right? Best all right. I can, the best I can be. Okay? Because yeah. of Sekiro. Right? Yeah. And then I was like, ha, I beat Sekiro. I can mm. beat any game. I will play God of War on the hardest mode, and it's going to yeah. be a walk in the park. And I could not be more freaking wrong, especially <laughs> especially at the beginning of the game. Because, mm. again, I, I went in cocky. I went in like, this is going to be easy, yeah. right? I got my eyes whooped by the first enemy at least like 10 times. And then later in the game, on the Valkyries, that, yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on the Valkyries. Those actually humbled me, especially the last one. It took me mm. eight hours to beat the last Valkyrie. Two and a half streams to beat the last Valkyrie. All right, Boom. I will give you the kudos because I I, I encountered my first Valkyrie and it like I noped out of that so hard. Did you play uh, in the I, hardest mode? No, no, no. I played a normal. I am not an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 i want to be able to beat games and even then like i didn't play it on, on stream i played it like offline like two years ago because people were insisting that i play it and like i finally beat i finally did beat it eventually and it's like that took me months like of on and off playing and i when i got to the first valkyrie and i tried it a couple of times i was like you know what the story is waiting for me. I'm going to do that first. And then when I beat the story, I was, I was thinking about it and I was talking about it with some people. And I was like, 
yeah, I made the right decision <laughs> to not do the Valkyries because I think either one, I would quit the game altogether, or two, I would just straight up like nuke the whole game. <laughs> Like that does that does that did not seem like a good time to me. I didn't like it. Like even I'm thinking back to thinking that to that specific game. Thinking about the ending of that game, did I have a hard? Yeah, I did. Actually, I didn't even have that hard a time doing the final boss. So if you do, I think God of War is very smart on on that area. Yeah, the like storyline because Mm. the way that they make the game uh, which I learned recently there is some uh, Brazilian that I they did release a podcast so we were talking about podcasts before recently. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to a podcast with one of the art directors of the, the game mm. and he's Brazilian mm. and they are very smart because if you're only going for the main story the game is not that hard even in the hardest mode the game is supposed to like not hold your hand, but allow you yeah. to go through it. You know? Yeah. Now, if you want to have side quests, if you want to defeat the Valkyries, if you want to get all the, the, the ravens, mm. then, my friend, you are, you are in for some bits because that yeah. game will punch you down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Moving along. Mm-hmm. Overwatch 2, I started playing this year. I don't play often, but I like it. Junkrat okay. Mang. If anyone else is a Junkrat, hit me up. Do you play Overwatch? Uh, I have tried. Ooh, what I have there? tried. Well, I don't have anybody to play with. That's that's a big one. Um, but also, I'll also not not just only that is that it like the. The gameplay feels... Uh, how do I say this? Oh, actually, I know how to say this. I'm not great at first-person shooters. <laughs> like, straight up. I'm not great at first-person shooters. I have played first-person... I've, I've played first-person shooters. Like, I've played Call of Duty. I've played... Um, I've played Battlefield. Or at least I tried to play Any Battlefield. Any good game? Uh, and... Name any but anything. I've, I've at least tried. You can you can turn in the trash. Don't don't worry about this. <laughs> I I don't know. Like I've played I've played a bunch of first person games, but I'm try I'm really like I, I'm having a hard time trying to think of others that I have played outside of those. Have that you I'm ever like, played? Oh, that was like Apex Legends. I have. I suck at it. That 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 one is the hardest one, and is my drug. Is my drug, my friend. That's Damn, the game okay. that I'm most addicted to. I try. I gotta be honest. I tried day one. I tried like my very best, but I, I, it's so. It's I don't know what it is. I am not good at that game at all. It is a hard game. It's, yeah. it's so so hard. Don't worry. You're not the only yeah. one. I, I play for like four <laughs> years and I'm I'm still trash. It's really hard. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty sure you're pretty good at this point, because. Uh, no, I like. I'm pretty sure you like you. You're like I don't know, like diamond rank or platinum rank or something. Yeah, I, yeah I'm that. So you're good. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. And, and, okay, okay. Let's let's move along then from the yeah, FPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you played Celeste? Because that's the next on my list. Celeste. Mm, I've played Celeste. Yes. How you like it? All right. So 
getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because I'm currently playing Super Mario Wonder. I feel like Celeste, at least playing through the main Mario Wonder levels, I feel like Celeste does things a bit better with a lot less. Because like Celeste has a very simple tool, tool set, right? Yeah. You got jump, you got the dash. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh, and you grabbing grab the wall. walls. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it, right? And then you have elements in the levels that'll increase your traversal powers, like you know, like the gems and stuff like that. Um I feel that like Celeste is a really great game to play. And it comes, of course, from like that whole line of like super meat boy uh kind of like uh level design and stuff like that. And like I feel like Celeste is that perfection of that formula. I will honestly say that I still haven't beat Celeste yet, but I, from what I've played, and I've played, like, I want to say, I think I got halfway up the mountain. It's okay. just, like, I haven't, I haven't played anything like that since. Um, there are certain levels in Mario Wonder that get close once you get to a certain part of Super Mario Wonder, but it's still not as close as Celeste. And I don't think I've ever played a 2D platformer like Celeste since. My friend, remember I could be I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I haven't played any of like that since. Remember when you said, oh, you haven't played enough of Tears of the Kingdom. That's why I didn't hook you up. Yeah. Oh no, I got hooked by Celeste. I got stuck. The best of Celeste, which is the hardest, is yet yeah. to come. Because if you're only halfway through, did yeah. you get to the stage of the winds? Yes, I did. Okay, did you got, pass that? I got past that point, yeah. Because from there forward, it gets hard. Yeah, that's what, that's where I got stuck. <laughs> because I got because I like I I I mastered that whole wind level and I finally got through that point. And then I don't remember what comes after that one, but I do remember that that's where I stopped. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Moving along. Yeah. The next on my list is Atomic Heart. I love Game Pass. Oh. How Have do you? Played? How did you think it? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't play that one. By the way. I didn't finish. Yeah. But I really like the game, and I okay. hope I have more time. I usually so aside from Apex Legends, I mm -hmm. usually don't play first person shooters or first person games that first first person perspective kind yeah. of bugs me a little bit mm -hmm. uh but when i saw atomic heart i was like i want to play this i want to see and especially the beginning it it's so overwhelmingly and positive with this story that you are like in a like this different reality where where communism won the second world war and the graphics are stunning and the combat is fine. It's nice. It's not too bad, you know. And and I I got I liked it. I liked it. Mm. And I hope they made some small improvements because I did encounter some bugs. Yeah. Uh, but I want to finish the game. I didn't finish, in my opinion, for the few hours that I played. Maybe five hours that I played. It's a good game. Did you, have you ever played any of the Bioshock games? I played the first one mm -hmm. on stream. Mm -hmm. And I dropped it because more than once I was playing 
the game yeah. crashed and I uh, lost progress. Like, oh. not a little bit of Wait, progress. A what, lot. what were you playing it on? On my Xbox. There we go. Was it the original version? Uh, so I played the three in one version. Wait, that bug is still there? Dude, that's that's what I encountered. I bought the the one, two, and infinite, infinite, infinite. I think that's it, the yeah, Inf- and infinite. I was like, okay, I'm gonna play the first one, and it's very scary. The gameplay yeah. is a bit clunky, you know, mm, but yeah. the story was okay. I was like, like I said, the world is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like when it happened the second time, the second or third time, that yeah. the the third time I actually lost a such a big chunk yeah. of my save file that I was like, okay, I, I don't want to go through this again. The first time was just a little bit. The second time, a little bit. The third time was a big, big chunk. Like, I opened the map. I made a clip out of it, of course. Mm-hmm. I opened the map, and the whole map is dark. Like, I never walked there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. The whole progress that I did in the last two hours is lost. It's gone, yeah. And I was like, I, I don't want to do that again yeah that, that frustrated yeah. me but people told me to play fallout because they they say it's as good hmm, i've actually beaten wait which one they they told me fallout 4 specifically is very good okay because i've i've played fallout 3 i beat fallout 3 Fall. i think if you liked atomic heart then you'll probably like fallout okay i can try that yeah, I would. I haven't played four, so I can't recommend four. What I would recommend would be New Vegas. Okay, okay. It Someone is a else little told bit me older. Too, it's a little bit older, but it's way more solid. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can give those in a terms shot. of like story instead of characters instead of like world building. It's a way more solid. Got um, it. It's also done by uh, Obsidian, so you know Obsidian. the pedigree for that. Obsidian, the, um, the 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 studio that Microsoft bought like oh, a couple of years ago. Oh. So they're working on a new game um, under Microsoft now, and I think it's supposed to come out next. I don't wait. They didn't give a date on that one, but they did show some progress on their game. It's like this like f- high fantasy kind of like first person like uh, RPG. Mm-hmm. Looks really cool. Still don't know when it's gonna come out yet. Um, but they did that and they worked on the, you know, you know, KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic? Mm, not really, no. Uh, Knights of the Old uh, Republic, is it Star yeah, Wars? Star Wars, yeah. It was a Bio- the first game was made by Bioware. The okay. sequel, which people liked better than the first game, was made also by Obsidian. Oh, okay. So Obsidian so... tends to like make sequels to. Uh, Western RPGs mm. and like improve on that formula, which nice. kind of happened with like New Vegas because New Vegas came out as like a pseudo sequel to Fallout Three, okay, before Fallout Four came out, okay, because they because Bethesda was working on Fallout uh, Four at the time, and it okay. and it was actually pretty good. So yeah, um, honestly, I would probably recommend that one over Four, but that's also because I haven't played Four. Fair enough. I might, yeah. I might give it a shot. Like I said, I might give it a shot. Yeah. Um, moving along, mm-hmm. the Resident Evil 4, we already talked about it. Yep. Breath of the Wild, like I said, I was trying to only stream Zelda and mm-hmm. I got sick of it. Nothing wrong yeah. with Zelda, it's just me. And mm-hmm. then we got 
to what I believe to be my personal mm-hmm. game of the year. All right, bring it. Liza P. Liza P. All right, let's talk about it. Excellent combat. Uh, it does have some issues with like extremely big bosses. So mm-hmm. sometimes when the boss is too big, it's hard to dodge or to literally fight him because he's taking, you can see anything. You literally can yeah. see anything. Okay. Or, or he's a bit buggy or he hides his own attack. Like there is a boss. Have you played it? Like, have you finished? I played the demo. I'm intending on playing it since it's on Game Pass um, off stream, just okay. because um, I I still owe, I still owe chat uh, my completion of Elden Ring, <laughs> oh, so I don't okay. want to bring I don't want to bring another similar game into the mix and like not finish that on stream. So right. I want to I want right. to do that off stream. Okay, but yeah, you were talking about the um, the weapon thing because the I don't think the demo allows you to really experiment with weapons. I think the even demo though is even though it does show you that, yeah, and it was a little bit disappointing because I kind of wanted to see like what kind of different combinations she can do with the handle and the blade. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for me, that kind of stuff is a a bit more interesting because experimenting with weapons to get to something that fits your need or fits a specific need during combat is something that I really enjoy in video games. Because okay. if it feels more like you, you the character, you the character that you're playing, basically turns into a Swiss Army knife of death, for example. So that makes it feel more interesting for me. Like it's fine if, like, if it's the one weapon and I have, to, and if it's a reliable weapon, I'll stick with it because that's how I usually play stuff like Monster Hunter. I will stick with like I'll build like the the weapon that I think is good. And I'll just stick through it throughout most of the campaign unless the the monster requires me to switch up and change weapon types. Um, but I like I I kind of was kind of curious to see how that works if it's a good system or not. Because um, the way I see it is, if you felt like you you only needed to stick to the weapon that you needed, or felt like was okay to you, then I feel like the game's weapon system might not be as strong as the developers had hoped. I, I don't have. know because I haven't like, ch- I, I honestly haven't checked the reviews for Lies of P yet um, for, for, because I wanted to check out the game myself. But I feel like if, uh, if a person feels like, okay, I don't need to switch weapons or I don't need to like experiment with, uh, with weapons, that means that the combat is just that strong for you to not have to do that. So, I used different weapons when I was fighting mm-hmm. because uh, you have elements like shock and uh, flame when yeah. you're fighting enemies. And for some enemies, I was I would say, oh, this weapon is better because it counters whatever they are. Right? Yeah, they're element or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did try to remove like oh, this handle and put this blade in, but in my my brain. Was like mm. this is wrong because yeah. I'm using this. Let's let's use a dagger as an example. Mm. One of my favorite weapons of the game is a fire dagger. All right. Yeah. And I tried to remove the handle and put it like on my sword handle. Mm. And I was just like, it doesn't feel it's not the weapon that I fell in love with. So it handles 
like a sword, but it has a dagger blade. Yes. Yeah, that's that that sounds weird. It is it is weird, but and yeah. then you say, oh, maybe the system is not good. I can tell you that it is good. It is okay. so so good, even though I didn't do that. People yeah. on the internet, they were like sharing their build. They're yeah. like, oh, I put this handle with this, and the combat's so much better. And I do this one and this one to reduce damage, and this one for the yeah. elements. So people are actually going crazy of it. And after the huge success of its launch, mm. uh, they still patching the game. They already announced a DLC coming up, officially announced a DLC yeah. coming up. Yeah. And the CEO of the company made a video, a 10 minutes long video, talking about the game. And he mentions updates, especially mm. on the weapon, because okay. people wanted even more. And he's like, you want more? We're going to give you more. No more weapons, but more types of customization and balance yeah. to make the weapon stronger or mm. weaker according to the combo that you're making. So yeah. I truly believe that that they are doing a great job. It's a okay. first game of the studio, Korean yeah. studio, right? Graphics are beautiful. They picking up they they picking up this story that is the Pinocchio. Everybody knows Pinocchio, yeah. right? And they're doing that little twist of the story to make like a more dark souls y. Yeah. You know? Um the bad the bad things about it is like I said, the combat with some bosses are very they might feel unfair to you. Mm. Is way more linear than Elden Ring, for example. Yeah. Which is something that I I appreciate. Like I said, please do guide me. You know, yeah. <laughs> please do guide me. Um, and there is a gimmick in the game that is about lying, mm. right? Because Pinocchio lies and he yeah. becomes a human, right? Yeah. And in the game, you have that too. You're a puppet and if you lie, you become more and more human. But okay, yes, but there is only, and I'm, I don't know, if, I'm going to just mention it. Mm-hmm. There is actually one really important decision and that's about it. Okay. The other decisions they don't matter that much. Okay. The outcome of it all. Yeah. Okay. There's okay. one that it does, but all the others like eh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Whatever you do. <laughs> but it's, right. yeah, that, that's my game of the year. Oh wow! Okay, your game of the year. Awesome. All right. And I'm playing Blasphemous Offline, which I'm addicted to it, and I'm playing whenever I have a second. Yeah. All right, so that's your list, or that's my list. That's my whole list. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's that's still a long list. <laughs> is it? So that is still a long list. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I was like, because I was because my list is longer than I thought, but it's still relatively short. Because, like I said, I played, uh, I played Hades, so I beat good, that. Good. Um, early in the year, we got Metroid Prime uh, remastered. Like I said. Oh, you and- played that. Oh, that, well, I beat it like back in the day on the GameCube. So I played the remake on Switch, oh. and it is. So that's one of those first person games that I love. And it's okay. a good game. Okay. It's a really good game. There is one, a little bit of a thing, and it's not bad. It's just a product of its time. And that oh. is. So when you play through the game, it's, it's a, technically a linear game. Because it's very isolationist and you have to like explore the world, right? Because that's how okay. Metroid games tend to to work. Um, but there's a lot of backtracking. That's one. So if you're not a big fan of backtracking, that might t- 
turn you off a little bit. The other part is that there, uh, eventually you have to find these keys so that you can open up uh, a door to the to the like the final level and be able to beat the boss. That I think might put some people off, but as a remaster, this is probably one of the best remasters that I played, and that is saying yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because right. the original game was already really good. And then, like, in my mind, like, you know how you have, like, nostalgic feelings about stuff and you're like, oh, this is what I think that it looks like? That's what this is. Like, in my mind's eye, that's how I always felt that Marchard Prime looked like. But okay. now it matches my mind's, like, uh, imagination that filled in, like, the blanks that the original game had, right? So it looks amazing. You have different control schemes, which is great because now it feels more like a modern game than it did on the GameCube because the GameCube did not have two analog sticks. It had an analog nub, which like uh, I have my GameCube controller here because I play Smash with it. But oh, you, you have this. One of those. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I play. I play this. This little nub in here. That's for your camera back in the day, and that was not great. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that much. You didn't like. It's like. Mm. But they fixed that. They fixed the controls in the in the remake. They, you can also play classic controls if you want to. I don't think you can play with a GameCube controller, but you can play like classic control style, um, which, yeah, it doesn't feel that great. It's like with Resident Evil uh, HD Remaster. It doesn't feel great. Like I played, I had the same problem that you had when I played. It was like, oh, this feels way more clunkier than I remember. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was oh like, my god. Oh, I was like, oh, I wish I bought the Wii version of like of, of that game because it it I, uh, yeah. Um but yeah, so res- uh, like uh, uh, Metroid Prime remastered. Honestly, I wish it could be game of the year contender, but uh, there are so many good games that came out. I after that one, uh yeah, we had Tears of the Kingdom. I love the, the, I already talked about it, but I love the poop of that, out of that game. Then we got, uh, then I played Pikmin 4. Oh, how is that? No, I, no, sorry, I'm lying. I'm lying. Before that, I played Street Fighter 6 and got the, why is Street Fighter 6 not a standard at this point? Because they have cracked the code of having, a competitive fighting game being accessible. Oh, how so? So you know how you know how um, Smash works, right? Yes, I do. You have your normal attacks, you have your directional attacks, you have your special attacks that also have directions. Street Fighter Six's modern controls basically works like that. So you have your regular attacks. You have your directional attacks, and then you have your directional specials. And you can map that to whatever you want. Hold on. So is that like a one-button special kind of thing? Like yeah. I press so a one have, button, it's going to do a, a super? It does a special. It, it, does, it does a special attack. You can modify it with another button, and that creates the super. Mm. And that you can have it be in different directions as well. I see. I see that you're saying that's a good thing because it makes it more accessible. It makes it more accessible for people like me who, like, even though I've played like Street Fighter for years and years, 
Um, I'm a casual Street Fighter fan. I'm not like I'm not tournament level. I've never been tournament level, no matter the smack talk that I've given people. And I know that I'll <laughs> never be that because I do not have the time or the dexterity for it. But the modern controls in Street Fighter Six allows me to play how I feel like I've always been playing. So oh. it gives me better control of when I'm like throwing web, uh, throwing attacks. And okay. it's made me appreciate what um, what tournament fighters uh, have been appreciated, have been doing for so long. And that is learning timing, learning um, my attacks, learning how they work, learning when to throw an attack, when to try to defend, when to try to counter. Like, I appreciate fighting games way more because of it. And I kind of wish, like, the other games that are coming out, so, like, Tekken 8 is coming out next year, early next year. I'm pretty sure they're not doing something like that. Isn't it this year? I thought it was this year. Is Tekken 8? No, Tekken 8 is early next year. It's like, I think Let me double check here. Let me double check while you're talking. Yeah. They had a beta this year, but it's not coming out. It's January 2000, yeah. Yeah, it's January. Next year. Yeah. Sorry, my, my bad. No, 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 it's fine. Um it's like because I I they did have a beta this year. They had like a closed beta, I think, like a month ago, maybe two months ago. Um and yeah, so like that's not gonna have something like that. Mar- uh, Mortal Kombat One doesn't have something like that. It would be nice if they retroactively put something like that in there. Um but it would be nice to have that ability to have a nice, even playing field. And that's what the yeah. modern controls uh, does. They do have another control scheme called dynamic. I tried that. I did not like that at all. I don't think that's a viable pl- way to play fighting games because that one basically does what Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 4 did on the 3DS where you can you you're you're just everything is just one button and it throws attacks i think based on your directional input alone so it basically uh, works like modern controls but it's even more simplified okay yeah 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 so so it allows to you me, to be like it, it allows you to play classic if you're playing classic but once it notices that your inputs are being sloppy, it then sw- kind of does a switch so that you're still playing and it seems competent, but you're not really in control. It feels. I see. Yeah. I see. So to, I, considering that I never play what you call modern control, I've only played classic controls mm. on Street Fighter, and also considering that I don't have... I haven't played these new Street Fighters. Like my favorite Street Fighters, Street Fighter of all time, is Street Fighter Alpha Two, which is from my guy, nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety, something like that, right? So that's my favorite one of all time. Nice. Okay, yeah, I can respect that. So, so I haven't played a lot. I have played, I think, the five because it was on sale. Yeah. And I bought. I played once. And that's about it. Mm. And I was hyped to see the six. There's a person that I watch on stream that plays six, and I love watching her play. 
So the thing what you're telling me about accessibility is great, but in my opinion is it should have an option. Like, do you wanna do you wanna play modern control? If you say yes, it should only match against people playing modern control. I think you can do that. Because then it's I feel like it's a like you said, a playing yeah. field to No, you to can go you on, can right? choose who you play against. So if you want to play yeah, so against people fantastic. with modern controls that... or you want to play mixed, it's all it's all in there. But like it's also cross platform, okay. so like the pool is oh, big. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They did it. They did a good yeah. job there. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about like playing against someone who's playing modern controls. Although to be fair, if someone ma- like I'm pretty sure there are people now because the game has been out for what four months now, uh, five months since maybe six months now. So okay. I'm pretty sure there are people out there that have mastered uh, modern controls to the point that they can pro- they probably can be pretty competitive. Okay, yeah. but now, but I think if you if you master the the, the modern control, I think is it is to make yeah even like even on high level players because I see tournament of and people like the interviewer was asking like we use classical modern and there is space for both of yeah. them you know it's just you just have to in my opinion you just have to use the same whatever if you were in a competition mm. you got to be in the same weight category yeah. and that would be a weight category for gaming is like you use the same kind of controllers yeah exactly yeah. yeah i think i i haven't checked that capcom cup lately so i don't know if they've done that but i'm pretty sure knowing them they probably do something like that yeah right. so street fighter 6 i played it i loved it then came pikmin 4 and I think this probably is the best Pikmin game. Period. Like I've, I never played a Pikmin game, but I wanted to play four because of the trailer. Four, like here's the thing: you don't have to worry about the other Pikmin games if you're thinking about story. Just play four, because four is a soft reboot of the story. Smart. So they take some elements from the previous games in terms of the of, in terms of the characters, but it's like very light hints that those games gave, and they use that to like construct a new story. And the way this one works is, I feel like this one is put together better. The flow of the game is a lot better than it than the other ones were. I'm not saying that the others were bad because my favorite was uh pikmin 2 like i played i love pikmin 2 i love pikmin 3 but i feel that the only good thing about pikmin 3 was the control scheme um and it's and it's a really pretty game and it takes it the only one thing is that there's a mechanic in the game that's like you have to like gather fruit to survive um and you have to make juice out of that fruit at a certain point in the in the second half of the game, uh, sorry, it, around the midway of the game, it gets harder to get the fruit. So you're always like stressing about getting the fruit. So you grind a little bit, and once you've finally gotten a lot of you know nutrients so that you can actually play the game normally, that's when it feels more comfortable. So that's why I don't really like the 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 third game that much like the fruit mechanic is fine but yeah it, it adds an un- unnecessary point of stress four does not have that yeah which which 
again, I never played it. It's just what I saw of the first of the fourth mm -hmm. game. It doesn't seem the kind of game that you should be stressing out about anything. It seems like such a chill and cozy game. I don't know. Yeah, so the first game does have a timer where like you have to like put your spaceship together within a certain time because if you don't, then it's game over. Or not game over, but you get the bad ending. Um, and I've seen the bad ending. That one is depressing. <laughs> like you look at that game and you're like, oh, that's cute. But like it has a bad ending and it's depressing. <laughs> Oh damn! Wasn't expecting yeah. that. And like they actually use that bad ending as like a little bit of like the 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 plot of the fourth game. So that's what I meant with like they took oh. elements from the stories of the previous games to make the soft reboot of four. Smart. Yeah. Very very smart. The second one does not have that pressure. So for whatever reason, the first and the third game have time pressures. Different time pressures, but time pressures nonetheless. And the second game does that. The second game also has co-op. The third game also has co-op. Oh. And the fourth game has co-op. So basically, since the okay. second game on, okay. they they added co-op, but in different ways. Just because you mentioned time, and you also mentioned that you're playing Mario Bros. Mm -hmm. Wonder, this is the first. 2D Mario Bros. that does not have a timer. I did, did notice, notice that? that. That was the first thing I noticed. Because that is, I find it's that so actually kind of refreshing because now you can just explore a level. To, and they did that on purpose because they want you to explore the levels. And Absolutely, yeah. I learned really quickly that I am bad at exploring 2D levels. <laughs> because I, <laughs> it wasn't until after I beat <laughs> Mario Wonder. Um, it wasn't until after I beat Bowser and went back to the levels that I learned that I missed a lot, like a lot. Hold on, you already oh, yeah, finished the Bowser, game? Bowser already. Yeah, it's not that hard. My man, you fast. That was not Damn. even fast. I'm gonna be honest. Like I've seen people do it faster. And oh it, wow, GG, that's, congratulations! That's, that was the point I was making with Celeste. Right? Is that Celeste? Like, adds something more to the 2D platforming. And Super Mario Wonder does that as well, but not to the same extent. And it's a little bit of a shame that, but they, like, Nintendo always tends to do this. Like, the main, like, the main levels will always be accessible. Like, that's their, you know, their MO. They try to make it as accessible as, as possible, and that's fine, right? So that even, the youngest of players can technically beat the game. Although, to be fair, after playing the game, Bowser is a little bit challenging. Um, but they also put less bosses in this game, which also affects the pace. Oh. Because you would have because there are okay. six worlds, and then you got then you get mm. to Bowser. But of the six worlds, there are I wanna say four boss battles there are four boss battles Holy. two of them are i want to say one of them is an airship battle and it sucks the airship battles by, by the airship levels by the way are fun <laughs> but at the end like have you have you played like super mario brothers 3 so you know yes yeah so you know what at the end of a of an airship level you'd have to face off against like this boss character called Boom Boom. Mm 
I think I've I yeah. think I remember. Yeah, that's not there. It is a Bowser machine maker that has a oh. a weak like a press this button and I'll self destruct. So all you have to do is get oh. to the end, press the button, and that's it. The first time mm, I played that and figured that, realized that that was it, I was so sad. Because I was like, oh, you have to hit it multiple times, and like it gets more harder because it's like a little obstacle course to get to it. It's not even that hard of an obstacle course. You mm-hmm. just like find the timing to run through all the obstacles, and you get there. There's only one that does it oh, a man. little bit harder, and that's because you have to like pull like a, a switch as far as possible so that you have the time to actually get through it. And like you hit the buttons like that's it. And like, oh, that's so bad. There's there's one world yeah. even that doesn't even have a boss battle. It ends with like a more challenging level. The level was good. Don't get me wrong. Okay. The level was good, but like I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But there's no boss battle. So like that's that that felt weird. It's a bit it's a bit it's a bit disappointing, yeah. right? Because you always expect that you because you're building up, you're building up, yeah. you're building up, and then at the end you don't deliver. Yeah, the, in that in that case, I was like, oh, off. the the challenge was the boss battle. It's like, no, no, that's not how that works. I want a boss battle. And <laughs> 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 hey, Mario Wonder is is the last is the most recent game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the most recent game I played is- technically. Nope. Yeah. So that one, I forgot one actually in between. Starfield. Oh, okay. I want to. Okay. 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 Have you played okay, Starfield or not? Okay. Okay. I okay. have not for one simple is? reason. I saw Osmond mm. Gold comparing it to GTA 3. Wait, what's wrong with that? You you tell me. Yeah, you played okay. the game. Did you like the game? All right. So I have clocked in maybe 20-ish hours. Okay. Uh, so I've gotten past the tutorial point of the game, and I'm basically free to do whatever I want. The last thing I did before I stopped playing, I'm still playing it, but I'm playing it really on and off, was I was on this planet. I was doing something on this planet. I somehow came into possession of contraband. I don't remember how I got the contraband. I wanted to go back to to the starting planet, and then I got pulled over into a forced quest where I have to now infiltrate like this pirate crew called the the Crimson Fleet. I am so pissed off right now. <laughs> I was so pissed off because I because before <laughs> that I was just doing whatever I want. I was building, I was experimenting with building bases. I suck at that. I was like gathering resources, I was exploring planets, and now just because I forgot that I had something that I'm not supposed to now I'm stuck in this stupid mission, which I don't know how long this is going to last, but this feels like it's a a side quest that's going to take 10 hours, and I'm not happy. Oh, my God. And it's like, no, I don't no. understand why this is 
a forced thing. Why I didn't I, like I could get I they, I was given the option to like get out of it, but to get out of it me- meant that now I would be basically persona non grata by like basically the police force of the universe, which would not be great <sighs> if I'm being hunted down by the 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 UC and being hunted down by the space pirates because. You start the game by double by basically thwarting the space pirates. So if they figure out that you were the guy that got away with what they were after, then it stops being fun. Like every time I go to a planet, I have to like look over my shoulder to see like if anybody's gonna turn me in or something. Yeah, yeah that's not fun. So yeah. And I don't understand it because like I've I... played I've played Fallout 3, I've played New Vegas. I've played actually. Uh, I played Skyrim. None of them have something like this, and I don't understand why it's like that. And on top of that, I'm gonna say like if Starfield ends up being nominated for Game of the Year, I'm gonna call like I'm gonna call shenanigans on it because no, yeah, oh, I'm not saying oh. it's a bad game. I'm saying it does not deserve Game of the Year. I'm very glad you said that because. Here's the thing. Yeah. I haven't played the game. And I want to preface with that. Right? Yeah. I haven't played the game. I have asked multiple people around me to, like, should I invest time on this game? I have one very good friend. She's mm. dear to my heart. She's like, Alan, I already finished once. I'm actually playing again because the game kind of, like, opens up even more after you finish mm. the first time. So go and play it. Then I talked to another person. Another person said, oh, it's a good game. It has many flaws, Mm. but it's a good game. And then the third person said, it's an unplayable (laughs) game if you think it was released in 2023. (laughs) And that, my friend, is where I sit. Why is that? Because when I see Mm. Asmon Gold comparing... With GTA yeah. 3, is that doesn't mean that GTA 3 yeah. is any less. It feels like an outdated playstyle. It feels like I'm playing a 2005 game in 2023 that was released okay. in 2023. In that context, Asmund Gold is right. You see, and that is the only reason why I'm not playing the game. It, but here's the thing. I don't even mind that it feels like that because, again, I've played Fallout 3 and that is, like, from that era. And I don't mind that at all. But my main... Honestly, my main problem is is that this game was not... How do I say this? How do I say this without being a complete and total jerk? This this saying, game right? should not have come out in the state that it is and it should not have come out with the with the with the game design that it had because this does not feel like a game that should come out in 2023 at all it's like okay. if you're especially okay. if we're com- okay. if we're going to talk about game of the year comp- competition look at Spider-Man 2 right Look at Spider-Man oh 2. God. That one is like everybody that I've talked to and I've seen talking about it will always bring up that this feels like a modern game. This feels like a game that is made for today. Like between it maximizing the abilities of 
um, of the PlayStation Five. That that first and foremost, the fact that it has like like very low low loading, you don't have that in Starfield. It feels like something that came out like fifteen years ago, because it was because it was designed like a game made fifteen years ago. And that's another thing, just because you mentioned that, right? They also compared to Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk two twenty seventy seven, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 2077, right? Um, and there is like you're playing yeah. Cyberpunk, you get out of the car, you go into a nightclub and all seamlessly yes. seamlessly. And then you try to do the same thing with Starfield, load. get out of the car, load. Then you are on the street, and then you go open the door to enter you another get on space. Your ship, it has to load. And I was like, That and that, oh that and, my and that God. we've come full circle. Alan, we've come full circle. What did I say about uh, Tears of the Kingdom? You can jump off. You oh, can yeah. jump yes. off a sky no island, boat. skydive all the way down to the main level, go through the hole to the underground, and there is zero loading on a system that is older that. than the than the Xbox Series. Like it's less powerful than a Series S or an Xbox One for that matter, and it still has this kind of. I don't. I don't understand. I do not understand that how. Yes. Look at how long they spent on this game. I think they spent. When did when did Fallout seventy six come out? Like two thousand. I don't even remember when that came out. It was like seventy six. It came out two thousand eighteen. So let's say. But I, but I heard I heard seventy six mm, is not a good game. Yeah, we do not talk about seventy six. Um, I we only bring it up <laughs> we only bring it up as a reference point, but referencing that. Okay. They have separate teams, right? Working on different games, right? I think Bethesda has like two teams that work on games. So one always works on Fallout, the other works on other stuff. And the one that works on other stuff worked on Starfield. So let's say they started pre production before 2018 on Starfield. Yeah. It is 2023. Like between when they finished the design doc for the game and the game coming out. There is a whole ass generation of gaming that happened, and they never thought to go back and change anything. And considering that it used to be originally supposed to be multi-platform, I can kind of understand why it was the way it is. But after they got acquired, they should have gone back to the drawing board and look at what was going to be the future of gaming and then work from there. Or at the very least, like the Microsoft team should have said, hey, this is what are, the specs are going to be for their next generation system. This is the tools that you can work with. Try and utilize that. It feels like they didn't do that at all because it does not feel like something that is supposed to be like a new game releasing on a new system. It feels like something that came out that should have come out for like the Xbox One. And that that is the point that I'm like, I don't think and that's I can also, play this. Yeah. I just don't think. And that's I also why I'm saying this. I does not deserve to get Game of the Year nomination. No matter how many, no matter how fun people think it is or like genuinely feel that it is to them, that's fine. I don't want to take that away from anybody. But that does not mm-hmm. mean that it is Game of the Year material. I'm, I'm so, so glad you say that because. 
I want to do a quick switch here to to the Joy Con, the Golden Joy yeah, Joystick yeah. Award winners, right? And and then mm. I don't know why they have Nintendo Game of the Year, PlayStation Game of the Year, and Xbox Game of the Year, <laughs> and PC Game of the Year. So they have like the platform yeah, that's Game the of case. the Year. All right. Yeah. Uh, but I I I, I never seen okay. this before. I have okay, never okay. seen this before. Yeah. It's my first time mm. seeing this. Right. So you're gonna see Nintendo, Legend of Zelda, Tears of Kingdom. We have been praising Tears of Kingdom on this podcast right now. We've been praising it, right? And then you go to the PC, it's Baldur's Gate. Makes sense. It's, it's, it is the game that even though I haven't played, I think it deserves to win Game of the Year just by the reviews that I'm seeing, by the amount of work, by the no microtransactions, by being mm -hmm. a complete game, no patch. GG to the devs, congratulations. Deserve game of the year. Then yeah. you go PlayStation game of the year, Resident Evil 4 remake. Mm. I haven't played it, don't know much about it. I I thought it would be Spider Man, but whatever, right? Yeah. And then you go for Xbox game of the year. It's freaking <laughs> Starfield. Yes. That, okay. I didn't even look that far. Yeah, that makes no sense. I would not. Here's a. I don't understand why that is even. What is even on that list actually? What's their short list? Okay, I'm looking at their short list. It has Chance of Sinner? I've never heard of that. Hi-Fi Rush, Planet, La Planet of Lana, Dead Space Remake, Pentiment. Why did Dead Space Remake not win that one? Why? Why? Or, or whatever. Actually, no, Hi-Fi Rush. Hi Thank yes. you. I almost forgot. Yes. I played Hi-Fi Rush this year. It is yes. freaking fun. It's a solid, it's an actual solid game. Dude. <laughs> what the hell? I the, the trailer came out when I was on stream, all right? And yeah, the yeah. moment that they showed, I was like, this is a rhythm game, and it looks awesome. And then it was a rhythm game, and then it looked awesome. And I was like, and then they dropped it the same day. Game. And they dropped it, and I was like, I got to play this immediately. I, I have to go to work, but I want to play this right now. You know, and I play, I didn't finish. I'm not going to say that, that I finished. I didn't finish, but yeah. it's a solid-ass game. It's a solid-ass game. Play. Yes. I don't know why the fuck they put I will say, here i will say this i don't understand like i i said already right starfield by personally i don't think it deserves game of the year i would rather have hi-fi rush be that they put that on like the game of the year shortlist at the game awards because that at least that's a solid game that was like made for 2023 and it feels like a 2023 game it does it does my friend and I, I don't, don't understand I don't how know. Starfield won. <laughs> and I don't, I, I'm like, the, the other game that I was talking about, Chance of Sinar, doesn't even have a link. Like, all the other games have a hot link on this list. Chance of Sinar does not have a hot link. Where did this game come from? I have never I've heard of this never game. heard of it. Let me take a look at it. Because I, I really never heard of this game before. Until like, Planet right of Mana, like, I've heard that's a solid game. Pentiment, I've heard that's a solid game. But they're smaller games, so I understand why they didn't win, which is still a shame. But Starfield should not have won. What <laughs> it's is It's not the this? best game on Xbox. It is honestly not the best game on Xbox. I feel like they gave that the win because it's a Microsoft like developed and published game. Oh well, but so then you figured why out what give... Chance of Senna is? Why why did they give uh PlayStation Resident Evil 4 then? And not any of the like 
PlayStation exclusive games. Huh. If that was to be the case, right? Wait, when was this list put out? It was published a day ago. Wait, where's, where's, huh? That makes no sense. Where's Spider-Man 2? See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Okay, this list makes no sense. But that's the winner. That's the, the winners. They, they won. That, that makes, like, heck. <laughs> wait, hang on a second. Because Spider-Man 2 is on the short list for game of the year. It so, didn't even make the short list for PlayStation. How? Tell me how. I don't know. I, but look, at this point, like, ah, that's so weird. Like, I here's the thing. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on the short list for the Game Awards. So, like, that is a given. I don't know if it's going to win, but it's a strong contender. I'm not, I'm not denying that. This makes no sense. The Golden jo- Joystick Awards makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> what, what is life? Life it's doesn't make any even, sense. Oh no. <laughs> it's not even on their short list. That makes no sense to me. Max, uh just before we finish, because we've been recorded for one and a half hour already. Yeah. <laughs> I know wanna, it goes fast. Do you wanna tell us what do you believe is gonna be the game of the year? Oh damn, you should not have asked that. Um oh boy. Okay. All right, so if I'm going to be completely honest, the game that has had the most, the biggest footprint in basically like the conversations of throughout the year, it has been Baldur's Gate 3. Like it has been the most vocally spoken about. It has been the most memed game. It has been the most praised game, flaws and all. Um, I don't, there's nothing in my mind that tells me that any other game would win. Yes. And I'm, that's saying a lot considering that I feel like Tears of the Kingdom should probably win. But if I'm looking at it objectively, it's going to be Boulder Skate. I, I am with you a hundred percent for the same reason. Uh, I think everywhere I go, whoever I talk to, they go Baldur's Gate. I played Baldur's Gate. I, I, I'm not a big fan of RPG. That's that, and the the price mm. is the main reasons why I didn't play Baldur's Gate. Um, but anywhere I go, I feel like they're gonna win because again, full game released, no micro, no micro microtransactions good voice acting. You can play the game seriously if you want and you're going to have fun. Yeah. Or you can play the ma- the game just for memes and throw and see boops and, and dicks, whatever. Yeah. And you're still going to have a lot of fun. Uh, according to what people have been saying, again, I haven't played it. Uh, I have. But you have. You have. So I have, you have I didn't even boobs. talk about it. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> so it's, it's, I feel that is the game of the year. But now, yeah. if you ask me which one I wanted to win well i already know that i am excited and avoiding alan wake alan wake i've seen reviews of 10 out of 10 from people okay and i'm like interesting it has my name is a horror game yeah is a 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. so i would be rooting for alan wake but objectively speaking i know that Baldur's gate will take this one yeah 
the yes, I didn't even talk about my gaming experience with Baldur's Gate. So I've please do, please I have do two gaming experiences. Baldur's Gate three. I'm gonna try and keep it as short as possible because I've talked about it before on the podcast. But I've played it on stream. I've played it single player on stream, and I've played a campaign with friends. So I have two different experiences in that. In that, different decisions were made with the multiplayer versus the decisions that I made solo. Um, and both have influenced one another in that um, we have made decisions like as a group in the multiplayer. So we will, so we will, one of us will eventually make a decision and then we'll choose that. And then we either get through it unscathed or we end up in a <laughs> and it's like, like sometimes we will make like we we think like it's a funny thing. It's like oh ha ha ha. It's like oh battle oh crap. We were not prepared for it. <laughs> like like we, we haven't healed from the last battle. I'm like half health. I'm like we like I used all my magic charges. I don't have anything except my cal traps. And it's like oh no, we're so dead. And then now the single and then the single player stuff is like just decisions that I would make myself because i'm role-playing this character um and i like i don't 100 percent throw myself in i just make decisions that fit my personality and oh, okay usually uh, if i'm lucky okay i get the luck and i get the dice roll and it's in my favor and it works out good Except for Usually. when it doesn't, and then I end up in a battle and I die and I have to do it all over again, <laughs> which is like <laughs> at least 75%, like no, it's 50% of the time. And the way it works is because there's like this, there's a karma system in the game that looks at how many times you've had like a good roll. And it looks oh, at how many times so the enemy has had a out. good roll. So at a certain point, you'll have bad rolls. Because it's you, balancing you it out. Bad rolls. Yeah, you just I gotta have... choose when, kind of. Exactly. So I don't know when it happens because I don't know, like, unless I keep score of how many times I've had good rolls, it's like, mm, I have to be careful about the rolls right now. But that's if you're gonna play it like that, that just takes the fun out of it. You just just play it. So I just play it, and then it's like, it's like you try not to like like scum save. So like if you get a bad roll, not don't reload. Just play yes. play with your consequences. If you die, play then through, you yeah. get to do it over again. But like if you roll the dice, you play with the consequences that you have. I have scum saved a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I have scum saved. I, I have to admit it. I have to admit it because it is like it is documented. But at least I've done it as as a few. I've, I've done it as let. Uh, the least amount of times as possible. But okay, least amount of times, 50 times. Maybe two or three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, that's also the fun of the game. It's like rolling, like you never know what you're going to expect. And some characters like are so, like sometimes you're like, oh, that's a little aggressive. Um, even though like you think like, oh, it's like, oh, oh there are moments in that game. Mm. Um, and then like, like because I played it from like when it came out when version one finally dropped, and then like when patch one and two dropped, I've played it. Uh, I haven't played it since patch two dropped, so that's been a while. 
Uh, patch tree fixes a lot of things. One of the things that they fixed was this very infamous scene where you walk in on two monsters expressing their emotions in a very mature way. Okay. And originally... Is it the bear scene? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 it's not, no. It's not the bear scene. It's not the druid scene. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. No, this sorry. is a different one. Um, it's between a ogre female and a hug bear. Uh, yeah, if you've seen an ogre, they're big. And if you've seen a hug bear, they're maybe slightly shorter than a human. Yeah. Now try and imagine like you walk in on that. I don't know if I want to imagine that. Max. You don't want to imagine that. <laughs> and the worst part is before the patch, apparently that was like people did not like that. So now they added the option so that you can get out of it peacefully. You did not have the option to get out of that conflict peacefully. You're, you couldn't be like, oh, I'm sorry. Just like continue what you're doing. We didn't see anything. No, they just come out and you're like, you have to like kill them and stuff. It's kind of sad. Oh no! Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's like, like you. Ah, uh, it's so bad too. It's it's like that. You know how like in movies they talk about like walking in on your parents while they're. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's literally that, but you're walking in on monsters. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! Like you hear oh you hear you hear the noise coming out of the barn, and you're like, that sounds that weird. That sounds unusual. So you go to investigate because that's what you do, right? You're an adventurer. This is not something that you're supposed to walk in on. You're not prepared. They don't you're prepare not, you for this. They don't prepare packs. you for this. It's they like, don't. And it's so mean because the first time I experienced it, the, no, sorry, the only time I experienced this was during the multiplayer session. And my friend had already played through that part. So he knew what was coming and he didn't say anything. Of course. And you need like, to see the word burn. I was like, what's that noise? He's just like, I, I don't know. know. You know what, Max? <laughs> you should go there and investigate. <laughs> He's like, go check it out. I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, it's fine. I'm like, that does not sound fine. <laughs> and I open the door. It's like, oh, I hate you so much right now. And he's just laughing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and I was like, wait, why does it not give me the option to like, to handle this peacefully. Everything else has the option to handle it peacefully. Why can't I not just like say I'm sorry? Didn't mean to. We'll live and we'll walk away. You, we'll let you go on in peace. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's so bad. But yeah, that's Boulder's Gate 3. I still need to finish it, but it is so much fun. Like it's when I mean, it was released because I've heard so many good things about it. Mm. I was like, you know, but it's an RPG game. Yeah. I wanted to at least give it a try mm. before I buy because it's an expensive game too, yeah. right? And then someone said, oh, no, we have Baldur's, Baldur's Tree Gates on Game Pass. I was like, what? It's like, no, yeah, it's, it's a game called Solasta. And I was like, oh, my God. Hey, don't play that game. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a Baldur's Gate from, from Wish. Oh. Don't play it. <laughs> Oh my God! From Wish, he says. Oh my. Okay. So it's 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 basically we have Baldur's Gate at home. Yes. Yes. That's about it. <sighs> Mommy, I want Baldur's Gate three. We have Baldur's Gate three at home. 
<laughs> Solasta. Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. Duly noted. Um yeah, I think we are at yeah, I think we're uh I think we're that's the end of it then, right? I think so. It's almost two Wolf's hours. Gate three is probably probably gonna win. It will win. Yeah. I truly believe it will win. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then I mean, Stray won the last time, so like, who am I to say? Wait, was it? No, Stray did not win. Sorry. Um, it I takes two won. Best... No, game last... of the year? It, yeah, Stray did not win Game of the Year. year... Elden Ring won. El... Elden Ring won Game of the Year. Elden Ring. Elden That's when we had yeah. the kid come Just on Google. stage and do the whole uh, my rabbis, Bill Clinton, blah, blah, blah. I haven't, you haven't seen that? I, I've heard about it. Yeah, you heard. Oh, it. you didn't see it. Oh, yeah, no. that was weird. Um, I hope nothing like that happens this year because mm, I hope they increase the security on that one. But yeah, so yeah, so Elden Ring won last year. The year before was It Takes Two. Nobody saw that coming because it was an indie Perf- game. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, which they is did. a great game. It is I a find, great I game. Also- I also find a little bit too long, but I don't know. Maybe I am. Yeah, it, mm, yeah, I, will, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a little bit longer than I would have liked it to be, but it's still a great game. Great, great and, game indeed, and it deserved it. So, they did. They did. Yeah. All right. So, with that said, uh, we have come to the end of this episode. Uh, Alan Buck, thank you so much for being here. Uh, would you uh, please kindly tell the people uh, where they can find you on the internet? Oh, yeah, you can find me on any platform, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitch, with the handle the Alan Bug. all right? I've been creating some reaction content to K-pop, which I'm a noob of. Oh, okay. So that's something that, which is makes even more interesting, you know, because yeah. I don't know anything about it. And then they throw me there and I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? <laughs> and sometimes it's great. Like, I, I got to know a band called uh, EXO. Okay. And I'm very happy that I did because they rock. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been I'm not streaming as frequently now because of college, but after December, I am go. I will go back to streaming at least two times a week and creating more content offline. Max, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this talk. It was incredible. Yeah, I appreciate that you were here. Thank you so much for being here. And you can find us on every podcasting service. Uh, our home is on Spotify, but we're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, you name it, we're probably there. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you so much for watching and for sticking with us for this long through our conversation. Don't forget to leave a like, uh, comment, and uh, subscribe uh, so that you can get more of this fun content. Uh, and of course, you can send your feedback to gamerivalsfeedback at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, maximilian underscore x. You can also find me on Twitch which is twitch.tv slash Maximilian underscore X. And that is it. So uh, as always, I've been and always will be Maximilian X. And I've been and I will always be the Alan Bug. And we'll catch you all next time. Later. Bye. (laughs)